All right, I want to tell you about Brain FM. Some days, our focus is stretched thin. Different sources of stimulation regularly wear on our attention. Working from home can obviously exacerbate these issues. At best, curated playlists can be a crapshoot. Whether they'll actually push you to be more productive, who knows? This is why we use Brain FM. These guys have neural phase locking audio technology and fire soundtracks that shift your neurons into focus mode. Visit brainfm.com. That's www.brainfm.com. Use the promo code Direct Impact for great discounts. That's Direct Impact with no spaces. Now, visit the link in our show notes. Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epstein and Gregory Martin, and we are here for a candid conversation. So pull up a chair and we're going to dive in. I was just thinking about, I don't know, how frustrating, (laughs) I'll just say maddening maybe, but crazy making maybe, but how upsetting it can be when you really dive in and start to intentionally do the work on recovering your authentic self and you start to notice things about people who are in your circles, who are in your life, who are in your family. They start to experience you differently. You start to experience them differently. You know, you start to notice things that you didn't notice and you might feel a little, I don't know, not just like hyper aware, but irritable. Um, so yeah, that's just like, what's on my mind. And so I just wanted to ask Gregory, you know, what his take on that is. Well, the way you talk about it, it almost seems like on the road to recovery, this is a specific stage that most people will actually experience. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's, would you, is it fair to say that that's a very volatile stage because it can go two ways, depending on your relationship with your emotional sobriety. It can be you practicing the humble, the patience and the kindness and grace, or is it, I'm starting to get embittered. I'm starting to get resentful. I'm starting to look at boundaries and start mm-hmm. asking questions. Mm-hmm. Well, you can ask questions and be healthy too. But. Yeah. You mentioned the word boundaries though, too. And I think mm-hmm. this is the stage where you start to, the boundaries is what makes or breaks you. You know, based on what you're talking about, yeah, like you're at risk. You can go backwards or you can go forwards. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it is necessary at this stage to set boundaries in order to move forward in a healthy way with self and with others in your relationships, all of that. If we're putting this back on a timeline, I know it's just hypothetical. It almost sounds like this is probably what happens after you exit the pink cloud phase. Can be. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's the pink cloud for our audience? So let's hope I get this right. But how I've had it explained to me, it's kind of the rose tinted glasses when everything in recovery is lining up and you're having that abstinence and you're trying to turn to recovery and everything feels great. Everything's working great. And that can be a pitfall in and of itself. It can. 
it can be a pitfall in and of itself. And the pink cloud is also about, you know, what's going on neurobiologically early in recovery with mm-hmm. regards to chemicals. Um, you know, some things coming back online, some things, you know, if you get not get enough dopamine like you used to, you were getting too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you mentioned that this can come up in the pink cloud because it, I think the way some people experience it is I'm doing so well and I feel so good. Why are the people in my inner circle making me feel the opposite? I think that translates really well into when someone feels as if they're making progress with their things in life, but then also attempting to take ownership of other people's problems or recovery rather and the dangers of that. Yeah. It's so I see it all the time where it's like you start feeling so, so great Mm -hmm. and you start to notice like you trust yourself and you, you know, like life can be great living it on life's terms. Mm -hmm. But then you start to take the inventory of people around you and part of taking their inventory is trying to get them to come along on your ride, which, yes, it kind of looks like codependency or enmeshment, but it's something I think. A lot of people in early recovery fall victim to, even if they're not codependent um, or don't have codependent tendencies. I think you just start to notice those relationships. You start to have like a different perspective. You start to see the way that maybe there is a lack of health or functionality in these relationships. And instead of setting boundaries, it's easier to take their inventory Mm -hmm. and try to get them to change or come along for your recovery ride. Right. So I've heard the phrase, the road to hell is paved with uh, best intentions. Uh, So with that, if it's coming from a place of you just want to see others feel as good as you do, is there any kind of advice or two cents you want to give to maybe how to approach that feeling in a healthy way? Yeah, I think getting honest about it is very important because it's not that you want them to feel as good as you. It's that you're passive and you're fearful of setting healthy boundaries. Mm. I think it's secondary gain. I think it's more avoidance. And that's where you start to like really notice is this more of a codependent trait or not. Mm. But yeah, so I, I don't think it's about really <laughs> genuinely wanting everyone to feel as great as you. I think it's like I'm feeling good and the way that I can feel better without setting boundaries is to get them to a place of their own recovery, which we know we can only do in our own timing and within ourselves. Uh, we can't, you know, bring other people to recovery. They have to find themselves at a, a turning point. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds like a preemptive way of trying to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a sweet and and kind and precious fear at the same time because you don't want to lose these relationships. You know, especially the ones you've invested a lot of time and energy in, especially mm-hmm. the ones that you're dependent on. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's. I mean, I think most of our unhealthy behaviors come from a real sweet and precious place as far as, you know, what is the real intention, Mm -hmm. but it just comes out sideways. And so going back to your question, I think we have to really get honest about the motivations behind trying to get others to change when you're early in recovery. It's always so complicated to find out what that need actually is. I know. 
the work you have to do to learn how to unbury that because mm -hmm. it has been buried through layers and layers of maladaptive coping shifts in perspectives and beliefs hey listen up you don't want to miss out on this wise mind enterprises and lightning in a bottle digital courses are offering direct impact listeners deep discounts of up to 25 percent on their course offerings say what 25 percent? that's right edward just visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses to pre-order and save big these courses are carefully curated with you in mind Hey, Madison, did you know Lightning in a Bottle works with credentialed licensed professional psychotherapists to create life-giving content that is sure to make an impact? I did, and I'm super excited about their new courses. Me too. New digital courses include The Antidote to Reactive Living, Healing Body Betrayal, Escaping the Perfectionism Paradox, Essential Truths to Support Your Recovery, just to name a few, and with more life-enhancing courses coming down the pipeline. And if 25% savings still leaves you on the fence, well, how about this? The first 20 people to pre-order will receive 50% off a second course of their choosing. I don't know about you, but I need at least two of those courses. So visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses today and enter the promo code IMPACT to receive massive savings on valuable courses. Oh, side note, Lightning in a Bottle offers more than just courses. They offer a recovery and life enhancement community, and they are always interested in hearing from you. If one of these courses didn't resonate with you, well, let them know what you're looking for on your journey because your voice is valued and vital. All righty, my friends, pre-order or engage with Lightning in a Bottle at www.lightninginabottle.biz. Invest in you today, and don't forget your promo code IMPACT. encourage people to look at it from like, you know, when I say, well, what's the secondary gain? A lot of people have this very blank face looking back at me mm -hmm. um, because they've never thought like, what am, what do you mean? What am I getting out of it? I'm the one that's miserable here. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the secondary gain oftentimes is if they got better and I didn't have to set boundaries, I can minimize my anxiety around this person if they would just change. Mm -hmm. And we'll, in reality, again, that's where boundaries come in. That's the healthy way to minimize anxiety around others. With the clients that I work with, I'm now starting to challenge each of them on what is your relationship to the word no? Mm. Because sometimes no is translated into either I'm getting rejected if I hear the no, or I'm rejecting you if I say no. Mm -hmm. Yep. And... That's another great opportunity to go inside, to look at yourself interpersonally and say, what is my relationship to the word no? What do, do you believe that communicates to others about you? Um, that's, that's important work. The no and the yes. What's my relationship to yes? I have found so much benefit of asking myself, if I say yes to this, what does it offer me? What does it offer my recovery? And oftentimes it doesn't. And so I follow it back up with a no. But people really do struggle with that. And it's something to definitely spend time on in therapy. Which that reminds me of kind of Repairing someone's relationship to prioritizing themselves and how to disconnect that from the notion of being selfish. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You talk about 
gosh, early recovery, uh, codependent tendencies are going to come out all over the place. And this is really one of the areas that you see it in is feeling selfish, feeling wrong, feeling uncomfortable, feeling dis-ease when you prioritize self, when you prioritize your recovery, when you prioritize your serenity and your sanity. All of those things that we know have to be top priorities if you're going to continue or maintain your, you know, process of recovery and authenticity. So yeah, absolutely. I've never really phrased it like this before in my work, but it really recovery in general requires so much reprogramming of yourself, mm-hmm. of what you learn and what you want to try to be. Mm-hmm. And and going full circle here, it does. It is a lot of work, and in that reprogramming, the people around you are not going to like. because, you know, when you look at family systems, when you change interpersonally, when you change the way you react to others and the way you move through the world, the people around you who aren't used to that, they're going to be threatened by that. And it will create some dis-ease in those relationships. This is normal. This is a very natural part of the process, which is why the people who have the most success in early recovery are the people whose families are also working in therapy and on their recovery. Never underestimate the importance of community and support structures. So, but thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Absolutely. Thanks guys for showing up and please share this with friend or two or 10. Uh, We do really, really want to stay on the air and we love coming to you and offering you what we've learned about recovery. So please, please share it. Help us out. Bye for now. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein. Here is our disclaimer and legal language. Yes, I'm a psychotherapist, but guess what? I'm not your psychotherapist, and I need to be clear that this podcast is solely for enhancement, education, and entertainment purposes only. It is in absolutely no way a replacement for professional counseling services. If you feel like you need additional support, we strongly encourage you to seek that out today. All right, guys, life can get hectic really fast. It feels like there's no time and we're always on the go. When you get overwhelmed with life's daily tasks, responsibilities, and unexpected challenges, 
important things like our health tend to fall to the wayside. Well, my friend, Healthy Cell is here to make taking care of yourself a priority. Healthy Cell makes getting back in the driver's seat much easier. They have an innovative approach to the pill format by using this awesome gel. This vitamin-packed, nutrient-dense gel can be taken by itself, mixed in your drink, or blended with your morning smoothie. Healthy Cell offers supplement packs to enhance your performance, focus, and well-being. Take control of your mental, physical, and physiological health with Healthy Cell. If this is something that you've been thinking about implementing, tap this episode, scroll to our show notes, and click the link for significant savings today. All right. Click that link to support your health and our mission today. Now, enjoy the rest of the show. Heads Up Guidance Services, or HUGS, is a nonprofit organization dedicated to removing all barriers to quality professional counseling services. At HUGS, all motivated individuals, couples, and families can access the support they need and deserve in an outpatient setting. They recruit dedicated, compassionate, and socially conscious professionals who volunteer their time and specialized skill pro bono. HUGS doesn't work with third-party payers, insurance companies, or government dollars. Rather, they operate entirely with the support of people just like you. To help support HUGS, visit www.headsupsavannah.org. 